Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand making new episode of First of Habit. We are back on a Wednesday this week. I am feeling so much better this week. Thank you for dealing with all of my congestion and nasally and raspy voices for the last few weeks. I was listening back to last week's episode and I was like, man, I probably should have waited for that one. Um, but all good as always i hope your weekend was everything you needed it to be um if you needed to rest and relax this past weekend i hope you did that and if you need to be productive and get some ish done this past weekend i also hope you did that too it's wednesday so you probably don't even care about my weekend but it was great it was just a chill weekend at home i definitely got the rest (laughs) that i desperately needed i got to hit up the farm the farmer's market guys i have been growing my own herbs at home and they are blossoming. I reap, well, okay, so I went to the farmer's market. I got a bunch of already grown herbs and I repotted them because I want to practice keeping them alive while the ones in my little indoor garden are growing, but they are growing beautifully. I'm keeping the ones that I repotted alive and beautiful and there are already like new leaves sprouting. So I am so excited. I had been buying so many herbs like the last few months just because I use them so much and I was like dang these are getting expensive when I can just like buy a pack of seeds for like three dollars and grow my own and then I don't have to always run to the store whenever I realize I'm out (laughs) and need some um and then Bex was also on spring break this past week and that was nice because we got to sleep in and I just needed all the extra rest um I could get because this year my immune system it has just been I've been getting like hit left and right but anywho this week on the podcast I wanted to talk about goal setting. I think this conversation is always really important at this time of year. Be honest with me, okay? Don't lie to me because I know you're lying to me. How many of you set a health goal at the start of the year, whether that be a weight loss goal, wanting to be more fit or active, wanting to eat a little healthier, and it's been torturing you ever since, like taunting you each day (laughs) because you're back to your old habits after you swore this year was the year for you. If I had to guess, a lot of you listening to this episode right now, and guess what? That's totally okay. Something that might be helpful for you to hear right now is one, how common this is, um, and that you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. There's just a little brain science happening here, a perspective shift that needs to happen. And two, how normal this also is given your history and again, your current habits. Um, sometimes I feel like when we set goals and then then we don't hit them, we beat ourselves up for not hitting them, thinking like, what's wrong with me? I used to do that big time. But what I realized, this is just normal for where my habits are and I just have to train better and new habits. Um, and once I found out how to do that, things got a lot easier and I stopped beating myself up too. So this week, I want to help. I want to get you moving into some momentum at the start of a brand new month and a brand new season. Hello, spring. So I'm going to walk you through how to set a weight loss goal that you actually hit. One. And two, 
talk a little bit about the mindset and the brain sciencey things that are happening that you can look out for. So the next time you want to go back on what you set a goal to do, you won't, or you really decrease your chances of doing that. There is an art to setting a goal. And it's something that obviously we don't learn in school. Like there's no course on how to set a goal and actually hit it. But there is, there's, it's a, there's an art to it. And me learning the science behind habits, the science about goal setting was something that really helped take my own weight loss program and my own weight loss to a completely new level. Knowing how to properly set your goal and time it, yes, time your goal, is how you increase your chances of actually hitting the goal. Because what is the point of having a goal if it's something that just sits on your shelf and collects dust and you never get to experience? So the chicken nuggets are back this week and we are gonna dive right on in. So chicken nugget number one, is to simply practice believing that you can hit your weight loss goal or any health goal in general. Like it's going to take some time and you have to practice believing that. Now, you just rolled your eyes at me and said, duh, Chantel, I know that and you're about to turn me off, don't. Yes, you know that it's gonna take some time to hit your goal, but you don't believe that it's going to take some time, which is why every time the scale goes up, Every time you don't lose as much weight as you want to, or your weight loss journey, um, you know, isn't going the way you expected, you give up. Something I'm always reminding my girls of in Cheatrition is that they are learning new skills. They're learning a new way of thinking. Like, that's a skill. Teaching yourself how to believe new things, believe new possibilities is a skill. It takes practice, just like learning how to cook, learning how to drive, learning how to do your job or, or getting a degree. It takes time. You are building skills. It takes intentional and mindful action. It just takes time. Because if I told you like one year from now, I am going to give you a million dollars. Like I showed you the suitcase of money <laughs> I wrote your name on it. I put it in a bank account in your name. It's waiting for you. And at that one year mark, it opens up and the money is yours. And all you have to do is like, I don't know, make your bed every day. And I told you, it doesn't even matter if you forget sometimes. Like if you miss a few days or even if you miss a few weeks, I'm still going to give you the money as long as you try. You'd be like, hell yeah. And sometimes life happens you oversleep and you rush out the door, you're sick, you're doing laundry and you can't make the bed. But if you knew, if you believed that the money was yours at the end of the year, despite you forgetting or sometimes not being able to, you still keep making your bed. Why? Because you simply believe in the outcome. You know if you put in the small habit of making your bed each day at the end of the year, $1 million is yours. You believe that. And if you believe that the small habits made daily will end in your weight loss goal being met, if you believed that you make enough progress to make a huge dent in your goal or hit your goal, you'd show up for yourself despite the time you overate, despite the time you skipped what you had planned and ate something completely like different, despite the fact that you didn't hit your water goal sometimes, despite the fact that you go to the gym for a week a few times, but you don't believe it. So you stop showing up for yourself every time you hit a snag on the road or every time you don't hit perfection for the week. This is when we see like, I'll start again on Monday happen. 
you messed up and, you know, over ate on a Thursday. Now you got to wait four days to get back on it. Why? So the first step to actually hitting your weight loss goal is actually believing that you can do it. And as simple as that sounds, it takes practice. It takes effort to redirect your brain from the old shitty negative self-talk cycle that you've been in for the last couple of months or years. It took your body years to get where it is now, whether it's something you like or you don't. Whether you like love where your body is right now or you don't, it took time to get where it is. It's going to take time to not only physically change your body, but to also change the habits that got your body to where it is right now. And that is something that so many people miss. You're trying to force the physical change without acknowledging the habits that got you here. But you have to believe that the more time you put in, the greater the reward, the bigger the outcome, the bigger the win on the other side of the goal. So chicken nugget number two is to also know the math of your weight loss. This sounds simple. I know. I know it does. You're like, Chantel, two chicken nuggets that are so simple. Yes. But I cannot tell you how many times I've coached a nutrition member around being disappointed that they didn't hit their weight loss milestone. And then when we just simply do the math, they're freaking crushing it. I tell this story in coaching calls all the time. Like I sometimes like I imagine what nutrition members are doing on the other side of the screen. And every time I gear up to, uh, you know, tell this story to like a, a group of new members, I know the OGs are like, oh my God, how many times does she tell this story? But one time I was coaching a member who was really upset she wasn't losing more weight. And after we coached around like detaching from the scale and getting to the bottom of why she was letting the scale dictate her mood or dictate her actions, we then did objective coaching. And I make every single member do this around progress tracking. I always make them get objective. I say, put your emotions on the outside of the room right now and let's look at your progress objectively because weight loss is science. There is no emotion in science. It's just factual. So how can we look at your progress factual? Um, and so basically getting objective is just like, where did I start? Where am I? at right now? What progress was made between those two? What's the math of my weight loss? What's the goal? And am I doing everything I'm supposed to? I really want to say 10 times out of 10, but whatever, I will say nine times out of 10. It's always one of those. So basically one of those is they're either making progress and not seeing it or not acknowledging it, or they aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, period, either or. It's always one or the other. And so we did the math and I can't remember ex as despite the fact that I tell the story all the time, I can't rem remember the exact math, but it was something like she wanted to lose 20 pounds by this spe specific point. <laughs> I can't talk. Uh, this specific point in the year, it was a few months out. And when we did the math, that meant like 0.5 pounds per week. And she had lost like a pound and a half. It was like a pound 0.78 for that check-in, which is every two weeks in Sheetrishin. And she wanted to lose more weight. She wanted the dopamine hit of seeing on the scale two to three pounds down. But by her math, by when she wanted to lose weight, by the time she wanted to lose it, she was making more progress than her minimum. So she was about to spiral and self-sabotage all because she didn't know the math of her weight loss. 
I promise you, this is so common. And every time I have members do this on a coaching call, the chat blows up and their minds are blown. How many of you have, you know, set a goal to lose 30, 40, 50 pounds, then get pissed when you aren't losing more weight, not even realizing that you're probably on track if you sat down for a second to do your math. We live in a society that has been trained for instant gratification. We want things now, now, now. And so when we set a goal, and at the end of the first week of setting that goal, we didn't make mounds of progress, it's very common to see self-sabotage take place. You can prevent this from sitting down and simply doing the math to your weight loss. So like if your goal is to lose making something up, 40 pounds by December 31st. Is there 30? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I made a joke on the coaching call. I was like, me being sick, my brain is still like trying to turn on and wake up. <laughs> yes, there's 31 days in December. Okay. So if you want to lose 40 pounds by December 31st, what is that per week? What is that per month? Which brings me to the final nugget. Once you have that number, so for this example, um, that's about a pound a week, maybe a little over, give or take. I don't know. I don't have a calculator. Let's pretend it's a pound a week for the sake of this example. Ask yourself, what can I do to lose one pound this week? And then you ask yourself that next week. Once you get to the start of next week, what can I do to lose one pound this week? And then you ask yourself that the next week. Do you see how much better that feels than what all do I have to do to lose this 40 pounds? That is overwhelming. You are going to paralyze yourself into inaction asking yourself that. That would be daunting to anyone. Losing one pound this week feels so much more doable. It feels so much more in control and you get that instant gratification hit if you hit the milestone at the end of the week or if, even if you come close. So like losing one pound this week might just be serving yourself a little less at dinner. It might be cutting out that one extra snack you do on the way home from work. It might be saying no to the large lemonade and getting the small. It might be eating two slices of pizza instead of three. It might be going to sleep instead of staying up till 1 a.m. and increasing your chance of nighttime eating and snacking. Those are small decisions that can be made daily, that can be made in the moment that stack. How am I going to lose 40 pounds? That's a lot. That's overwhelming. Don't do that. So to wrap up this short and sweet episode, but very impactful. And I swear if you do these things, you will actually start to hit your milestones so much easier, so much faster, with so much less drama. So if you want to hit, set a weight loss goal and then actually hit that weight loss goal, one, you got to start believing in it. You got to practice believing in it. Actually practice reminding yourself and redirecting your thoughts and journaling that you have this. If you put in the daily action, it's yours. Practice believing that. 
Practice believing that at the end of the year, that million dollars is yours. That weight loss goal, that health goal is yours if you just show up and you just do daily action. Number two, do the math to your weight loss. What's the goal? When do you want to hit it? How often are you weighing in? Great. Once you have that number, then ask yourself, what can I do this week to lose a half pound, 0.75 pounds, one pound? So much easier to get into action and set yourself up for many wins that can sustain you all the way to the finish line. So I hope this episode was helpful. If it was, please share it with a friend so that we can help more women just like you lose their weight for good. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.